As the offseason continues, Yankees... continues, the Yankees have been somewhat slow at making moves, from losing David Robertson and to re-signing uh, Zach Britton. The bullpen is the highest priority at the moment. Could Adam Montevideo be in the cards for the Bombers? Let's discuss on today's episode of Pinstripe Talk. All right, welcome uh, to another episode of Pinstripe Talk. I am one of your hosts, Eamon, and we're joined by Anthony today. And, How you doing? Uh, yeah. So today, in today's episode, we're going to be going over the Zach Britton, David Robertson um, little discussion. Uh, the 2019 bullpen, what we think is going to happen and the stuff moving forward. And then a little update on Harper and Machado. Obviously, that's been kind of dragging along this whole offseason. And uh, we've been talking about it a lot. So, um, yeah, so... If you guys want to call in, the number is 845-277-9345. If you guys have any questions and want to call us, um, that is the number. And, um, yeah, let's go right into uh, Zach Britton and David Robertson. What do you think about those two guys and uh, where uh, Robertson uh, decided to go and sign? Well, Philadelphia needed a closer. That's no secret. Um, And they got themselves a good one. I'm a big fan of David Robertson. He's with the Yankees on two separate stints. Remember when he was that lights-out relief pitcher uh, before Mariano? And when he came back, I was I was overjoyed. And I loved him in the bullpen last season. He was reliable. You knew when Robertson came in the game, you make things a little interesting. You always walk, you always walk the guy into, but you always get out of it. So I'm gonna miss David Robertson. He, I'm a big fan of his. But um, hey, best of luck to him in Philadelphia. And we have Zach Britton back, and we'll talk about that in a second too. What do you think about uh, about D. Rob and what he did with the Yankees, and uh, what do you think he's going to do in Philadelphia? Um, I always loved D. Rob. I never, I the decision for him to go to uh, earlier. I think it was like I forget what year they maybe 2014. I'm, I don't, I don't really remember. But when they sent him off to um, the the White Sox, um, I didn't really like that. I thought that he should have been he should have been here for almost his whole career. Um, if they needed to give him up now, um, you know, I guess that's the right move, but I really wish that he got re-signed back. Um, but he did say that uh, he did want to be a closer in his re-signing. Um, I did hear that. So I was a little worried that he wasn't going to come back and that, you know, that did happen. Um, but I think he'll do really good for Philly now that, you know, they have a really good closer now. I mean, I know he did close for the White Sox, so maybe that did draw some interest when he was in free agency. Um, but, yeah, I think he'll do good. Now that we got Zach Britton back, I really hope that he could be like a 2016 Zach Britton when he was with the Orioles and did really, really good. Um, but I think a bounce-back year from Zach, uh, Zach Britton will be um, – I think will be very predictable um, for him. I know he was a little shaky with the Yankees when we got him, but I do think he'll come back. And he'll, with a full season ahead, I do think that um, he'll be able to, uh, you know, have a good year. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I completely see your point. Um, I love David, like I said. Um, but he did want to be a closer, and he's now going to be a closer. So best of luck to you, David Robertson, and, and thank you. But 
to not gloss over this fact at all, we re-signed Zach Britton. Zach Britton, if, if, for those who don't remember, in 2016, Zach Britton had a 0.54 ERA in 69 games. That is nearly unheard of. The man finished fourth in Cy Young Award voting as a closer. That is ridiculous. If that's the potential of the guy we just got back with a heavy sinker, a heavy sinker. Yes, he was a little wild last year. He did walk several batters, which was unfortunate. But, I mean, he was coming off a significant Achilles injury. So, when we got him, he – I mean, he actually – his ERA with the Yankees is actually lower than it was with the Orioles. He had a 2.88 uh, ERA with the Yankees and a 3.45 with the O's. Um, <clears throat> but, I mean, this guy is clearly – one of the best relief pitchers in baseball. He's left-handed to go with Chapman, another lefty. And we have two righties when we have, <clears throat> we have Batances, we have Green. So it fills out the bullpen well. Um, it's better to have a, sink, a sinker ball in Yankee Stadium because it can be a bandbox. It is a bandbox. Having him on this team, having him back, having for a full healthy season, he's really going to take that bullpen and, and make it be that elite level like it was. Yeah, I, 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 I agree on that. Um, he was just, for when he was playing with the Orioles, he was very, um, he did very well. And um, hopefully, you know, he could do well for us. Now, I'm going to go, I'm going to, you know, there has been a little bit of news about, um, we did, I think we covered this last week about the bullpen, about Sonny Gray. I don't know if you heard, but apparently Sonny Gray did pretty well in one of the uh, spring training games. I know this is a little off topic with the Zach Britton, David Robertson thing, but we did talk about him in the bullpen last year. So I don't know. Did you see anything about that, about the spring training game um, or anything? I did not. Um no, I, I, I didn't see anything about Sonny Gray. But just going off of what Sonny did last year out of the bullpen, um, if my memory serves me correct, which it doesn't often, but I believe it does now, um, that he pitched fairly well out of the bullpen last year. I, I believe a game in Chicago where he pitched fairly well out of the bullpen. So he, uh, he definitely had a better season last year when he was pitching out of relief, but he's not the kind of guy that would translate to a relief role. Like, you're t- like imagine taking a guy that throws 95, putting him – uh, in the bullpen and having him then throw 98 for an inning because you're just going to use all your bullets at once. Gray is not that kind of guy. Gray, um, I, I, can't, I can't imagine him on this team. I, I think that Cashman is going to probably wait for the right move. and You don't want to give him away, especially with CeCe's uh, heart, uh, heart surgery. So uh, you have to worry about CeCe uh, having a six starter in case CeCe does need some time on the DL. Um, but also CC was just cleared for baseball activities. So, I mean, if he's cleared for baseball activities, I don't see why they wouldn't trade Gray um, pretty quickly. But without all that being said, um, do, can I see Gray in the bullpen? Yes. Do I want to see Gray in the bullpen? No. Um, yeah, I, I agree about the bullpen stuff, but um, I think it was yes, uh, last night there was a, a good um, – a really good source that I get a lot of my tweets from. I, you know, follow him a lot. And he said that the, I don't know. It was in Atlanta, this, this, this game. I'm not sure if it was like recently or if it was last year, but he was saying that everything that he saw from Sonny Gray was really good. And it looked like he, you know, he fixed what he needed to fix. Um, So I don't know what that means. I know 
I did hear that they're also going to maybe hold on to him because of um, CC, um, and you know, uh, in case something happens with him and he can't come into spring training, he's their backup. But I wish, I hope that you know they can get something for him. But it, I don't know. It sounds like they're going to be, they're not going to be able to do anything, and they're going to be able, to, they're going to keep him. Which I don't, I, I don't want to, you know, waste his talent. I, you know, I would love him to go somewhere else, but. If they do keep him, I really hope he can prove that he came back because, you know, I know it was only his first, like his first full season as a Yankee last year. So, you know, it didn't give us a big picture on him. He only, maybe he had a bad year. We don't know. But, you know, if he does, if they decide to keep him because they're not getting, you know, enough for him, then I hope that they, you know, use him in in the right way or, you know, they try him out for maybe a game or two in, you know, in the rotation, see how he does and then decide it, um, if they're going to, you know, keep him or if they're going to literally trade him for nothing. So, yeah, that's well, my thought Cash, on Sonny Gray. I think Cash is waiting for the, right, for the right deal. I think Cash is waiting for the right deal because you don't want to give this guy away. He does have talent. I just don't think he has talent enough to pitch in New York, which is unfortunate. But, um, hey, if he's on this team opening day, I'm not going to cry about it. Um, the guy's less than talent, I, I believe, and maybe, maybe, maybe we're both wrong. Maybe we're, maybe all of baseball is wrong, and Sonny Gray is going to come back, and say Sabathia or I don't know Tanaka gets hurt in spring training, and they have to put Gray in the rotation. And say Sonny goes out and is an all-star, then I'll then I'll eat my words and say I'm wrong. But um, yeah, like I said, I just think Sonny can't pitch here, um, and if, <laughs> if Sonny ever hears this, I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> yeah, I. Um, I, I just, I want him to be in the best situation for him, because like I said, I don't think he's a bad person. I, every post game interview I've seen him, I've seen him give. He's answering every question, whether his start is good, bad, or ugly, and he had some ugly starts. Um, so he he deserves better than what he's doing right now, and let's let's hope he gets let's hope he pitches either well here, or somewhere else. Let's just hope success for Sonny Gray, but he could be in a bullpen that has. Um, <laughs> that has Zach Britton in it, so that'll help. That'll help him out because uh, we just got Zach Britton back. So maybe Zach Britton will help him out. Maybe maybe Zach Britton teaches him a thinker. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I mean, the guy that I did also look at, uh, he did show clips of him pitching, and his 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 pitches were on point. So I don't know where this came from. It just like came out of the blue all of a sudden um, when I was you know scrolling through Twitter and like Yankees like news and stuff. And um, that's what popped up. And I was surprised that, um, you know, all of the, everybody, you know, that's been following, you know, Sonny's uh, little, that one year, they've all been telling or saying that they, you know, they're going to, you know, trade them. They're not going to use them. And then all this came up and the guy actually, you know, said that he might be able to bounce back. But I do think that they're going to try to trade them if they can't, or maybe they'll wait to the deadline. Even if we have them for opening day, I still think they're, you know, they're still going to work that trade. Um, and uh, hopefully we can get something good out of them. If we can't, I mean, we're going to have to st- stick with them. It might be like another Ellsbury thing where we keep them <laughs> for a long time, but I, at least the, you know, the contract's not big, but yeah, I do think we're going to be, you know, giving him up and um, everything like that. Um, so, yeah, I think Zach Britton and Robertson, you know, them two as a whole, you know, they're doing 
I think Robertson, where he decided to go, was good. Whereas when Zach Britton re-signed, I think we're getting a valuable uh, relief pitcher. And um, hopefully we can get more or, uh, you know, acquire one at least one more, uh, uh, you know, relief pitcher in this rest of the offseason. I agree. And if you look, if you look at the rest of the, of the um, relief pitcher market, um, Britain is better than Miller. He's better than Familia. And, I mean, we didn't have to spend an exorbitant amount of money on Zach Britton. We got him back at a fairly reasonable price. Um, I mean, it's not, we didn't get him back at David Robertson money, but also David Robertson was representing himself. So um, he, um, we got him back at good money. He's a great pitcher. And he's younger than Robertson by r- roughly three years. I think Robertson will be 34 on uh, April 9th. Uh, and, and Britain's 31. So we have a younger man, a lefty. Um, and we got him reasonably. So every, everything mm-hmm. about the Britain deal, I like. Um, and, and, it could be a, and it could be a four-year deal uh, with, the four-year, with the fourth-year option. But um, there's nothing about the Britain deal I don't, I, I don't like. I, I think he's uh, a welcome um, re-addition. If you, can, if you can call it a re-addition because he was already on the Yankees. But he's, he's definitely welcome back, and I'm, uh, I'm very happy that he's going to be putting on the pinstripes come opening day. Yep. Um, yeah, I think, he, I think acquiring him um, was pretty good. Uh, when we did have Andrew Miller, I was actually – I was kind of – I kind of wanted him to come back because um, he did – when he was with us before they did the Cubs trade where they traded away Chapman – and and uh, I think they did an Indians trade, and they got some really good prospects. I'm pretty sure they got Glaber Torres, and they also um, got uh, what's his name, uh, Clint Frazier. Adam Warren. Yeah. Clint Frazier was oh, yeah. from the Indians. Billy McKinney was yeah, the yeah. Cubs trade. Yeah, um, and I think you know when they did that, they really you know they had two teams contending for a, a championship. We were out of it at that point. So, you know, I think uh, Cashman, you know, he had a vision to, you know, let's just, you know, I have two really good uh, relief pitchers. Let me trade them. He got good prospects back. And I was hoping that, you know, now that we're at the point where we can win, that, you know, that's, we were going to be able to, you know, maybe get uh, Miller back. But, you know, I think he has other ideas. I don't think he wants to come back. I'm pretty sure it was his, like, the Phillies. Um, and other teams were involved or he had interest in uh, other than the Yankees. But I do remember the Yankees did have um, an eye on him. So to, you know, coming back, but I don't think he wants to come back. I think he wants to be a closer and he won't have that role if he comes here. So um, yeah, I think Zach bringing Zach Britton in and not, you know, you know, involving him or anybody else um, was a good move. We could get Anavino. Um, he's another option, but, um, yeah, I think bringing him back was good. So, um, uh, that's it for Zach Britton and Robertson. We're going to go into a network ad and we'll see you guys in a little bit. Hey, tune into the amazing Mets podcast on Thursday at 7 PM. We will be joined by two of the newest Mets additions, veteran pitcher Hector Santiago and third baseman JD Davis. We will be interviewing Santiago and Davis at the beginning of our show. 
We will also break down the Mets' latest trades, signings, and rumors, including the trades made for Keon Broxton, J.D. Davis, and the trade that sent Kevin Plowacki packing to the Cleveland Indians. Furthermore, we will be reviewing the signing of Hector Santiago, and we will review the Mets' current payroll situation, specifically how it may restrain Brody from making many more additions to the Mets' major league roster. All that and more will be discussed by our hosts. We take calls and answer fans' questions throughout the show. If you are a Mets fan or even a baseball fan, tune into the Amazing Mets podcast at 7 p.m. Thursday. Don't miss it. All right, guys, welcome back. We're going to be going over more of the bullpen um, and the outlook, and then we're going to go with Harper and Machado, and then we'll be um, signing off. But if you guys want to uh, answer any questions or ask any questions, um, the number is 845-277-9345 if you guys want to get your uh, questions in. But um, now that we've talked about Robertson, and Britain and potentially having Anavino, what do you think this bullpen's going to look like? This really good bullpen's, you know, that they've had for a long time. What do you think it's going to, you know, be this time around? Well, the strength of the Yankees, um, really since Mariano's rookie season, has been the bullpen. I mean, there's, there's been a lot of other strengths on this team. Obviously, the rotation's been good at some point, and the offense has always been good. But um, the bullpen has always been a, a Yankee strength. Um, and I think this year is going to be no different. Um, with Robertson leaving, obviously it's a little bit of a, uh, of, of a, um, a fortune situation. But we have Britain coming back. And um, I think Adam Adovino is a guy the Yankees uh, are pushing hard after. And while they, ha- they do have um, some money to spend in other places, they, uh, they are still looking at Machado. I really believe that uh, Adam Adovino will be a Yankee. He's from New York. Um, I've seen some interviews with him. He, he seems like he's a, a real New Yorker. He likes it here. And he had a fantastic year last season, with, especially with the Rockies. Uh, pitch, pitching in Coors Field, um, pitching as well as he did, is nearly unheard of. He had a, a 2-4-3 ERA last year in Colorado. That's that's ridiculous. So, and he, and he can... I, I really believe he'll be a, a good addition if we get him. The bullpen will be a strength. Um, that's no question about that. Um, I just hope they don't go too many years without Avino if they end up getting him. He is 33 years old. But um, regardless if we get Adovino or not, the bullpen's going to be great. If we get Adovino, obviously it'll be better. But um, Adovino or not, this bullpen is arguably the best in baseball. Um. Yeah, I um I agree. If we don't get him or we do get him, I think we'll you know we'll still be fine now that we have you know we got Britain. Um, but yeah, if the contract goes down, I hope it's like a two or three you know three year deal. Nothing more than that, I think will be fine. And um, yeah, I think if we can get him, he'll be a great addition to the team. Um, and you know he could you know a pretty good, he had a pretty good season in you know Colorado so. And that 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 ballpark isn't you know hard to pitch. It's a it's a hitter's ballpark because that elevation. So, um, I do think that you know because he's coming from you know somewhere that you know it's a hitter's ballpark. Um, I do think even though we have a hitter's ballpark as well, um, that might you know match it up and uh, he might do very well for us. Um, uh, when he if we get him, 
Well, I totally, I, I totally could see that. I, um, I totally could see that. He's, he's used to pitching in a pitcher's ballpark. He is, I mean, I'm sorry, he's used to pitching in a hitter's ballpark. I'm sorry, I was, mis- I was mistaken. But um, he is, um, he, I think he has the, he's the right guy for the job. And not just out of, out of you know, not, not just the hypothetical out of, you know, the bullpen already without him is, is fantastic. Obviously, you have Britton, Chapman, Patances, Green. Um, who knows if Tommy Canely will bounce back? I'm a big, big believer in Tommy Canely. I was very upset with the year he had last year, but I, I, I remember him in the playoffs and, and late in the season in 2017 when he was, he was lights out. I mean, I, 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 I really enjoyed watching him pitch. So you kind, of, you kind of bounce back year from Canely, and you got guys like Jonathan Holder who stepped up last year. And who knows? Who knows if arms like uh, Domingo Herman or Jonathan Boisega will, will transfer to the bullpen if they want to put them there. Um, I mean, even, even a guy they brought up last year, the lefty Stephen Tarpley, um, who didn't pitch very much, but, I mean, they, they liked him enough to bring him up. So you do, there's a lot of guys that, that have, uh, have options for the bullpen. I mean, I remember a few years ago when Dylan Batances was all but a lost cause and ended up putting him in the bullpen, and he's one of baseball's best relievers. So, I mean, a lot could happen. A lot could surprise you. But um, with, the, with the known guys we have right now, uh, plus some potential – Free agent signings and Adovino and some bounce backs from Canely. Um, yeah, this this bullpen is, is is fierce. It's deadly, and I definitely would not want to be an opposing player come uh, come the seventh, eighth, or ninth inning. Yeah, um, I agree. I um, I think you know adding into this this you know already overpowered um, bullpen will you know. It'll bring us over the top. I mean, I know the last, probably I would say ever since we've, you know, had Miller and Chapman, we've been, you know, our bullpen's been, in, you know, insane. And, um, I'm, you know, adding him to that, I think will be, uh, will be, you know, pretty amazing. And it will be scary for uh, other teams to uh, be up against. Definitely, 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 definitely. And the rotation we have is better than it was last year. I mean, last year's rotation was good. Don't get me wrong. But this year we have a full year out of HAP. Um, hopefully a healthy CC Sabathia. We have James Paxton. Um, so the, the starting rotation is better, which will then um, put less stress on the guys out of the bullpen. So, I mean, having a better rotation makes the bullpen better just by eating up innings. So – not only are the uh, are the arms in the bullpen phenomenal, but they're going to be more rested and uh, and more ready to go uh, strike out the side. Yeah, um, the rotation um, last year, you know, <clears throat> we had I think Severino and Tanaka were like the two that were locked in. The rest of the rotation was a mix. It was. Everything was, you know, it was just changed up. Like, we never had a set rotation where it was just these five people and it stayed those five people. It was always, you know, it always changed up. So I think, you know, this year going into 2019 and, you know, hopefully, you know, making it to the World Series, um, I think we have a good shot with this now that we have Paxton and we have, you know, A.J. Happ. I think we have a lockdown, at least four guys right now. Um, the fifth is an iffy, you know, 
could be if we have if we keep Sonny Gray, like I said, he could take that. Um, you know, if something happens to CC, I do think CC will lock it down um, over uh, over Sonny, and um, if you know if he does return. Um, but yeah, I think you know going into this. Um, the bull, the bullpen. If we do get on a Vino, that would be great. But the bullpen has been lights out since you know, like I said, since Chapman's you know came and Miller. Um, but I do think now that the rotation is uh, fine and everything, um, I think we'll you know we'll have a strong, a strong season. Uh, I, 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 I totally see all your points. Um, I. Um... I think the rotation is set with Severino and Tanaka, Sabathia, uh, Hap, and Paxton. I think that's, that, that's our set five. Uh, but last year you had guys like Domingo Herman and Sonny Gray and Lance Lynn and Luis Sessa um, making starts. So it's not like um, it's not it's not like gonna, it's not going to be like that. Uh, it's, we have our five. Hopefully they stay healthy. Hopefully we don't get a surprise like how terrible Sonny Gray was. And um, and and that should, that should help the bullpen. And let's not forget this guy, a very tall left-hander who just went under went Tommy John surgery, could end up being a nice shot in the arm for the bullpen come September if Jordan Montgomery is healthy enough to come pitch. Um, I mean, people forget about Monty. I think he's great, and he um, hit a spot in the rotation probably in 2020. But if need be, I could see him coming up and uh, and being used out of that bullpen because I mean. We could always use an arm. So there's another guy. No, there's another guy to add to that bullpen if, if, if needed. But um, as, as it stands right now, I don't see a bullpen more scary and more ready to go than, uh, than the Yankees' bullpen. And, and what's even scarier about that is they could even add to it. So it's, 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 it's a glut, but, hey, it, we're the Yankees. We enjoy gluts. Yeah, Um now a lot of people probably did um forget about Jordan Montgomery um just because of how early his injury was last year so I could you know understand if you you know you forgot about him but um yeah I do think that he's definitely going to be now that we have Paxton he's going to be with him added it's going to look it's looking scary for that rotation and the you know the bullpen is going to you know stay how it is right now. So I do think, you know, it's going to be a really good, um, you know, uh, 2019 for the rotation. But before we uh, continue, Dom from New York is um, back for another question. So, um, you know, let's see what he has. Hey, hi, gentlemen. Uh, Always, as, as always, great points. Now, with all that being said, do you guys uh, – my, my question is actually twofold, and then I'll hang up and listen to your response. But with, every, with all the moves happening, do you see the Yankees overcoming just being a wall, to, a wall card team and actually winning, winning the division? And if you had to put a number of wins to this team currently, the way it's set up, what would that be? Oh, fantastic question, Dom. I, uh, thank you for calling. Um, I think the Yankees – um, are feared by, the, by, by Boston. I think Boston is scared of the Yankees. I mean, the rotation for the Red Sox last year, the offense for the Red Sox last year, were amazing. And they're going to be good this season as well. But 
everything fell right for the Red Sox last year. 108 wins, and a lot of that is a lot of that is kind of an accident. I mean, they were they're a good enough team to win 100 games, but they're everything went right for them. Every pitcher pitched well. Every hitter hit well. I mean, who could have known JD would have done what he did, and Mookie would have won the MVP award. So everything fell right for them. Um, so I think the Yankees definitely can win this division. I think they actually will win this division. And if I had to give a, uh, a number of wins that I'm predicting for the team to win uh, in 2019, I'm not going to say 100 because that's a lofty goal, but I will still say a lofty number, and I'll, still, and I'll, I'll put it at 97 wins. I'll put it at 97 wins. I'm going to call it right now. I'm going to call it uh, early in 2019, and we're going to win 97 games. Even now, uh, <laughs> give me your thoughts. Um, so I do think that this team, you know, if we can land all the people, uh, you know, we've been, you know, thinking about on Avino, obviously we mixed, you know, it's been a little bit, but we missed out on pack, uh, Corbin, my bad. Um, but if you looked at this Boston team, obviously, like you said that, you know, everything fell right for them, but if you look at you know you look at their roster their bullpen was a little bit they didn't look like they had that great of a bullpen at least from my eyes and you know Krimble might not be coming back so that is a good plus for us I think their offense last year was just unheard of I think that's really what drove them to being where they were there it was just you know it was too much so I do think the Yankees um definitely have a good shot if they could get out of you know um even if they don't, I do think they have a really good shot of, you know, winning the division and uh, hopefully not getting a wild card because, you know, that's been happening a bunch of times um, the last few years. So um, I, I would like to see them, you know, not – you win the division, you know, get a good playoff spot, you know, getting onto that good um, – you know, getting onto that good track of, you know, getting to that World Series because it is hard for a wild card team, and I'm not saying, you know, it's never happened, but it is hard for a wild card team to, you know, win the wild card game and go all the way to the, to the World Series and versus a team, you know, that has probably won the division in, in the National League and um, has probably over 100 wins. So I do think, you know, they have a good, a good chance. My predictions is I think they're going to go – I think they're going to go over 100 wins. I think I'm going to go 103 wins and 59 losses. I think that's where I'm going to go for the record. Um, just a round about that. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, that's my thoughts on, you know, where they're at um, for the upcoming year. Um, so, sounds, like, sounds, like a solid, sounds like solid predictions, my friend. Thank you. Um, so uh, we're going to go – Let's hop right back into the bullpen. Um, I know we got we uh, got a little bit into it, but um, what do you think besides Adovino? What do you think? You know, you know what they you know what they have now and what they have upcoming. What do you think? You know what you know the bullpen will look like <clears throat> without Adovino? No, without him. Like, let's say we didn't get him. Oh, oh if we didn't get him. If we didn't get out of Vino, I think this bullpen would uh, would still be fantastic. Um, I, I really believe that this team can win, obviously, without Adam out of Vino. They're, they're still fantastic. Um, so this bullpen, I can't, I can't say enough good things about it. 
from Britain to Chapman to Batances to Holder and beyond. Um, it's scary, and um, I'm looking forward to watching it every night. All right. Um, so we have Harper and Machado next. Uh, we're going to go into another uh, network ad, so we'll see you guys in a bit. Hello, this is Chris from Rattle Up. Please tune in this Friday at 8 Eastern as me and my co-host Blake will be talking about the Diamondbacks Awards from the 2018 season. We will be talking about awards for the Diamondbacks such as their MVP, Zion, and many other awards. We will also be discussing the Diamondbacks farm system and their top prospects from after the 2018 season and how the farm system looks going into the 2019 season. We'll also be answering your questions in our Rattle Up mailbag. Please tune in this Friday at 8 Eastern for, a sec- for our second episode of Rattle Up. For an overlook at the Di- Arizona Diamondbacks farm system, to look back on the 2018 season and our rewards from last year. Thank you, and remember to t- please remember to tune in this Friday at 8 Eastern. Thank you, and please tune in this Friday, January 11th. At 8 o'clock Eastern for our second episode of Rattle Up. All right. Um, welcome back. Um, we're going to be harp- hopping in to a topic that I think I'm getting a little sick of talking about at this point. But, um, I mean, whatever yeah. information yeah. we have left about these two guys, um, I guess we'll talk about for uh, a little bit. So what do you we, we what do you have left on Harper and Machado uh, now? I mean, I'm just about done talking about these two guys. I just want them to yeah. sign to a team and get it over with. They they are holding up somewhat the off season, but I completely see your point. I, I understand that uh, <laughs> that Harper and Machado are becoming just graining to talk about because it's it's what you it's what you hear every day on MLB Network and and, and every every place you listen to listen to baseball. Harper and Machado, Harper and Machado, Harper and Machado. And rightfully so, but I mean, come on, let's do, let's do something already. Um, I, I like I said about Harper. I've said this before. I'll say it again. Um, I used to think he would be a Yankee. Um, with everything I'm seeing, I, I don't see it. The only, way I, the only way I could see Bryce Harper being a Yankee is that the Yankees miss out on signing Manny Machado and Harper's still a free agent. I think in that scenario, they're going to go in heavy on Harper. Um, but as of right now, I mean, Manny's got three teams. Um, I've heard conflicting, I've heard conflicting uh, reports that he has three offers on the table right now from the Yankees, Phillies, and White Sox. Uh, I heard of, of other conflicting uh, sources saying that the Yankees do not have a formal offer for him. But um, regardless, um, if the Yankees do have an offer for him, then he has three offers on the table. He can, he can choose where he wants to go. I think it's pretty clear he wants to play with the Yankees. He wants to be a Yankee if the money's relatively comparable, but um, I heard the White Sox and the Phillies are not going to give him that massive $300 million deal that he so craves. So he could either chase the money, he could come to the Yankees, but if, if, he's had these, if he's had these offers on the table and he really wants to chase the money, he'd have been a White Sox or a Philly by now. So don't sleep on... Uh, don't sleep on Manny Machado being Yankee. I still think I still think that's going to happen, and until I'm proven wrong, I will uh, continue to think that. Oh, okay. So um, we actually have a question. 
Um, not a call-in, but we do have a question from somebody, so we're going to hold off on the Machado. It's AJ from uh, Huntington. Um, he wants to know who's the better fit in the lineup um, and what uh, the lineup will look like uh, with or with uh, either or or maybe both. Uh, so, yeah, what do you think? I think he means more of the Machado-Harper stuff. Well, I, I think he means, like, which, which one fits better into the lineup, which yeah. one you think causes less problems. Um, I think Bryce Harper fits better into this lineup, honestly. Bryce Harper would slot right into left field. He would not the, – the, the, the word log jam that, that, um, that everyone's been using, that Harper being a Yankee, there's a log jam in the outfield. There's no log jam in the outfield. There's no log jam. Ellsbury is not a log jam. Gardner's not a log jam. There's nobody to block Harper from playing left field, uh, aside from maybe Clint Frazier. But if you say, sorry, Clint, Bryce Harper's better. So there's no logjam in the outfield. Harper is clearly the better fit. He's a left-handed bat at Yankee Stadium. The man wears 34 because he loved Mickey Mantle, and 3 plus 4 equals 7, Mickey's, Mickey's number. Um, he, he was, I think he was born to be on this team. I I, for the life of me, I don't know why Bryce um, is not being sought after more heavily by the Yankees. Um, but if I had to say who the better fit is, it's Harper because – Machado creates issues. Didi, Didi's going to come back. Where do you put Andujar? Who's playing first base? Who's playing shortstop? Who's playing third base? It causes so many issues. Now, I love Machado. He's a transcendent talent and a fantastic shortstop and a fantastic third baseman. But he causes way more issues than Bryce Harper ever would. Because you sign Manny, you have to move. You have to move a guy or two. You sign Bryce, he plays left field. It's a, the math's a lot easier if you sign Bryce. Now, what do you think, Eamon? Because uh, I'm very passionate about this. Um, I would obviously like to get both of them, but well, of course. Uh, that's not going to happen. But I do think they did say that we have enough money to get both of them, which we're not probably going to do. Um, but I would, I, I love Machado. I love his, you know, he can hit and he can play, you know, insane defense. Same with Harper. If it came down to, like, the difference maker, I think Harper, with that power in the stadium where you're at, I think he can go for, like, a ju- like a judge's rookie year, a 50-home run season. I could really see that out of him. Um, the way he started out uh, 2018, um, out with a bang, where, you know, he did struggle. He had a low, you know, batting average, but his home runs were, you know, pretty high at that, um, you know, at that part. He was... You know, he didn't disappoint in the uh, home run derby. You know, he won that, and it showed what, you know, what power he had. Um, so I do think I would probably, if it was like a difference maker and, you know, it would help the team out more, I would go with Harper in the, in the, in the lineup. Um, even if he, you know, wants if, – even if we have him as a DH, I'm fine with that if we're just going to use him as, for his bat. But I do think, you know, he is – I feel like his defense is a little bit, you know, it's valuable out there. I think, you know, he might be able to, you know, outplay Stanton in the outfield. So I do think, you know, Harper will be the difference maker, even though we're not probably going to get him, probably going to get Machado. Um, But Machado, same way. I think he'll have a good season if he comes here. He's going to, you know, he had a really good start too, really high batting average. You know, he was hitting insane. So, um, I, if it was a difference maker, I would take Harper, but I will still accept Machado if we get him. 
Well, I wouldn't be upset if either of them came here. Uh, I wouldn't be upset if Machado or Harper came here. I just think that Bryce is the better fit um, because obviously, and also if we have Bryce, I mean, sorry, we have Machado on this team. I'm fairly certain that eight, probably eight of our, at some point, eight of our nine hitters will be right-handed batters. If you put Stanton, in, if you if you play Stanton in left field, the DH, and Duhar, you put Machado at third base and Tulowitzki at short, then that's eight righties. That's a lot of righties for for a ballpark built for lefties. So every everything is pointing to Bryce, but the Yankees are pointing the exact opposite direction, which is is annoying because. I really would like Bryce here. He just fits better in my eyes. But, um, but hey, if Manny comes here, I, I will welcome him with open arms and, uh, and, and, and love the fact um, that he's going to hit 35 home runs, drive 100, and play goal-goal defense because it's going to be fun to watch, and he will contribute to this team in a fantastic way. That is if he comes here. But um, I think better fit would, be, uh, would, would definitely be Bryce. Um, I did hear uh, uh, Mark Feinstein tweet out that the um, the Machado Harper sweepstakes may be coming to an end soon. Although we've been hearing this a lot, but um, I do trust Mark Feinstein. Uh, Harper's meeting with the Phillies, and Machado has a few offers out there. So um, this could uh, we, we could be seeing the end of the the Harper Machado bidding war um, relatively shortly, which. Uh, <laughs> which I will be thankful when it's all over because I'm getting annoyed like you are of talking about Bryce and Manny every day. Yeah. Um, so in Yankees, I guess news, I haven't really been following Harper as much just because like, it's more of a Machado. Like it's just, it keeps coming up as Machado. I guess, you know, a lot of people don't think Harper or we're not interested in them anymore. But Machado, I did hear from a few teams that the White Sox and Phillies are kind of drawing away from the $300 million deal that, you know, he wants. So I do think we're kind of Yankees, White Sox, and the Phillies are kind of on the same page of, you know, not giving him too much, but giving him enough. I think like maybe 200 to $250 million is the range that the Yankees are going to, you know, think of going. Um I don't know about the years because I don't want to give him too much, but I don't want to give him too little. Um, so that's something. Uh, but, yeah, Machado, uh, you know, he has three teams on the table. I heard recently that the White Sox, that he's getting more he, – he's just jumping back from a lot of teams. He's getting more interested in the White Sox because um, I think his family and every – you know, a lot of people um, that, you know – is on the family side and his friends are from Chicago. So, you know, he might want to go there or he might want, you know, I did see, I think it was the all-star uh, weekend. Um, I think it was, I don't know who it was. Maybe his little cousin uh, said he wanted him to go to the Yankees in that um, little uh, before the uh, uh, trade deadline. So, you know, if it's his decision, whatever he does, he does, but um yeah, I think a lot of the teams are drawing away from the three hundred million. I don't think they're going to offer him that. But um, I, yeah, I, I've been seeing that too. I, I think I think teams are backing away from that huge number. Um, I think the Yankees are probably going to top out at two hundred million. But seven years, I think, is the is the most. I mean, I think twenty six. So seven years is not terrible. Uh, I like that. That's not a ten year deal. So I think seven years, two hundred. I think it would probably be their offer. Hopefully. 
Um, and I think that can get him. Um, and uh, if we do get him, like I said, you're welcome with open arms, Manny Machado. Um, and I'll be the first one to buy your T-shirt when it comes out. Um, <laughs> but um, until something happens, uh, I think we're going to have to keep speculating. Yep. And, um, yeah, that's it for today. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, we'll be back next Wednesday with another podcast. So um, make sure you guys um, keep um, up to date with that. We don't know obviously what times yet, but we'll, you know, we'll keep you posted and um, thank you guys for, you know, coming out, listening, uh, you know, asking questions. Um, and yeah, so it's Eamon and Anthony. And um, I think we're going to be signing off here today. So um, see you guys later. So long, everybody. If I can make it there, I know I'll make it just about anywhere. It's up to you. Pinstripe Talk is produced by Benson Vector. Pinstripe Talk is a production of the Baseball Podcast Network. Be sure to give our hosts a follow on Instagram, Eamon at Yankees Network 99, and Anthony at AF Simeon 16. That's S I M E O N E 16. For more Pinstripe Talk content, be sure to head over to our website at baseballpodcastnet.com. Be sure to follow the Baseball Podcast Network on all their social media platforms. Instagram, at Baseball Podcast Net. Twitter, at Baseball Podcast One. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-1. YouTube, at Baseball Podcast Network. And SoundCloud, at Baseball Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in to Pinstripe Talk. We'll see you next time.